Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. I'm Andrew. And I'm Kelly. And I'm just gonna just, um, I, so, uh, hang on. Hang on. Oh, now they got me, so. Uh, so I just finished, finished my game Marvel Snap. Sorry, I was a little distracted. I don't know why we didn't just wait till I finished the game to start recording. Um... He's Marvel snapping, folks. It would have it's... been less fun that way. That's true. It was very interactive. Mm -hmm. um, very fun to listen to you finish a game of Marvel, Marvel Snap. Yeah, I won. Wait, I think, wait, what did I just, I think I just Didn't said that. did you say they... you lost? I meant <laughs> that I won because this is real and I wasn't being silly and it oh. was a real thing. I was playing a game Marvel Snap. Oh, okay. Right? You were yeah, watching. Sure. You were watching. Yeah. I picked up my phone to like fake it. But this is a audio only show. Yeah, you were really committed. You were like really in character. Yeah. Um <laughs> sorry everybody. I promise that I prioritize sharing everything that I've been playing with you more than I prioritize playing games on this podcast. Although this is probably the first thing I've played since we've started that I could play while recording. Wow. Wait. No, I could play any Switch game while we're recording. That's true. Realistically, you could play any game while we were recording. Just be difficult. Just you'd have to like focus your attention on a different screen and it would just really be complicated. Yeah. There's also no television in the room that we record. So well, that would that'd make it a lot more difficult. True. True enough. Are you? Do you record on the same PC you game on? I sure do. Okay, so you could be gaming while you while you you know record. Uh, I think I could, but it would probably take up a lot of energy. Of of yours. Yeah, and my <laughs> PC. That's kind of a lot to play a game and stream, and record. That's kind of a lot. Yeah, we don't want to hurt Kelly's PC. Yeah, come on. Um, Kelly, it was a huge news week. <laughs> Nintendo had a Nintendo Direct presentation. Oh, um, they actually, they Andrew, announced... that was, um... Huh? That was actually, uh, that was last week, actually. Oh. And we actually did a whole Sorry. episode about it. Uh, what I meant to say was that Microsoft had a developer Direct where they announced the release date for, uh... um, Redfall. Oh, at... um, actually, huh? that was, that was a... That was like two weeks ago. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Um, so, um. Okay, I got and we it. We did. Here. We did cover that already. So um, I'm looking at the wrong. Just let me let me look at my my news sheet right here. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead and uh, look at that news sheet for me. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry, everybody. I was getting confused. Get my wires crossed. We are here to give our impressions of the first episode of HBO's The Last. Uh, um. Uh. Andrew, actually, uh, we're on the fifth episode now. It's uh, that was like a month ago. Oh, oh, I got it. We are here to discuss the bombshell leaks of upcoming game Grand Theft Auto Six. <laughs> you know what? I like your retrospective, your unintentional retrospective of like the past ten episodes. Um. I got it, Kelly. We're here for the review of the newly released Resident Evil Village and Mass Effect Legendary Edition. 
Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. That was our first uh, episode. That came out recently. <laughs> I know. I remember. I remember distinctly recording in my room um, under a blanket, and it was very hot. Yeah, that blanket and... didn't last long, did it? No, it didn't. It was so warm. I thought I was going to die because I was recording on my old laptop <laughs> under a nice blanket. fan. Yeah. And, Blowing uh, hot air at you. Mind you, it was May at the time, so it was pretty warm out. I remember my aunt was in town because my cousin was having a baby shower. Oh. So I distinctly remember that because she was staying with us. Um, I don't want to get too meta, but let's just, <laughs> I'm just going to do this. This is. Hello and welcome to the premiere episode of Talk and oh, Games I hate with this. Kelly and Andrew. I'm Andrew. I'm Kelly. Wow. So, I'm just going to stop now because the fact that I didn't I, say hello, everyone bothered me. Yeah, I can't listen to that, uh, my audio quality, nor can I listen to uh, me talking for very long. You recorded using an, wasn't it just like the default iPhone headphones mm, with that microphone? Mm, no, it was a Turtle Beach headset that was about six years old at that point. And um, actually, it's funny enough. Uh, cookie did not exist when we recorded our first episode. Oh, that's right. Um, Cookie's my cat for the listeners who don't know. Um, uh, but now I still have that headset, but the mic doesn't work anymore because somebody likes to chew on microphones. In fact, the headphones that I'm wearing right now do have a microphone, but it doesn't work because uh, somebody who shall not be named, but whose first name starts with a C and ends with an ookie, <laughs> um, chewed on it. So, Snooky chewed on Kelly's microphone. Snooky's name does not start with a C. You know what? She might smell it with a uh, spell it with a C. I actually don't. I think we can prove right now, verifiably, that Snooky spells it with an S. And to relate this all back to a video game, um, Andrew. Can there's you a hear screaming. Cookie yeah, I love end? that there's a screaming cat because she's like, please don't speak about me like I did anything wrong. She's literally mad at me for talking about her, but like she's the one who chewed on the microphone. So I can I see don't. her in the background of Kelly's camera and her, her hand got stuck to a piece of furniture. Like yeah, she tried she, to walk away. And we right. need to trim her nails. <laughs> that I mean, was we so need funny. to take her to the to the groomer. Um I feel like the audience has probably already gotten the vibe that <laughs> we got nothing, folks, for news. Or they're like, or they're like, this is the longest opening bit they've ever done. <laughs> they're ever. like, wow, this episode's going to be an hour and a half long. And then they look at the runtime. And they're like, oh, that's like the shortest episode that's ever been made at by Talking Games. Uh, we're just having a discussion because like there have been weeks where there was l like no news whatsoever. So we just decided to take off. But we were both super ready, you know. We just were in the in the mood, had the vibe going, and then we looked at the news sheet and we're like, "Oh, we got we have nothing this week." But we still did it. Um it's not like nothing happened for us. Kelly, did you play any video games? I didn't play any video games. I watched an episode of television that was based on a video game. That's pertinent. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. Did you watch it, Andrew? Yeah. You go first. <laughs> I like hearing your opinions before I even hear mine. 
Um, so episode five of The Last of Us premiered on Friday, uh, because of the Super Bowl that took oh, yeah. place on Sunday. Um and I watched it and like I knew what was going to happen going into it. It did not help at all. I uh cried within like the first five minutes of the episode and then I stopped for a while. I was like, you know what? I can do this. <laughs> um, and then I got to the end of the episode and I cried uh, a lot more. Um, I thought it was a good episode. I really like the return of the infected. Sorry to sort of spoil it, but it's a show about zombies. A so I think maybe at some point you have to have the expectation that there's going to be zombies in it. Oh, we haven't um, I've seen any in like three two episodes. Because yeah, we didn't see them in episode three really or four. Yeah, so wow. that was kind of nice to see them return, and in a very bombastic fashion. Um, I thought the performances in this episode were really good. I really, really enjoy seeing uh, Bella Ramsey sort of develop in. Oh yeah, develop into Ellie. Sorry, my cat meowed as soon as I said that because she agrees <laughs> with me. Um, actually, she heard Reed singing in the other room, and she wants to go see him. She doesn't <laughs> like to not be near us at all times, but. Anyway, um, I, I really like watching Bella's performance and the sort of evolution of Ellie and Joel's relationship, especially. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't need to talk about Pedro Pascal. I think I've said all that I need to say about him, all that I probably should say about him in a public forum. Um, and I thought the actress that plays... Uh, Kathleen? Oh, her name? Kathleen, yeah. Melanie Lazinski... She did a really great job. Um, mm-hmm. I I really have nothing negative to say about the episode. I felt like for a moment the pacing was a little bit too much for me, but I think it's just something that I need to get used to with the show because the pacing is very fast in some episodes. Like the pacing in episode three was kind of slower, mm-hmm. and then four, it sped up a little bit, and then now this episode, it just felt like boom, boom, boom. Like we meet them. Okay, we're doing this. Okay, or somewhere else okay end of the episode it was very fast um so that kind of took me a second but otherwise i really enjoyed this episode i thought it was very uh tightly written but i think what really saves not saves i think what really makes this show is the performance of it i think not just the performance of the actors but the performance of the writers and the crew i think there's a very strong dedication to the source material more so than i think we have ever seen yet in a video game adaptation in my opinion you don't Um, think when sonic flossed that was clearly dedication to the character i think that there's a lot of different versions of sonic that exist in our collective hearts and i think sometimes he flosses for some of us um and for others, he doesn't. So, anyway, uh, those are my thoughts on the episode. I haven't rated any of the episodes because I don't do that anyway. But if I were to rate this episode, I would give it four thumbs up. Out of? Or just four thumbs up? Four just thumbs up. you and one other person standing there no. giving thumbs No, just me. So, like, you do two thumbs and then you turn nope. around and then you turn back and you do nope. two more thumbs? I have four thumbs. On two hands or four hands? On two hands. I should probably get that checked out. 
Actually, I think it's a great boon for me. Okay. I, a lot of dexterity. I uh, worry for your well-being, but I also enjoyed Why? The Last of Us. I'm just going to... What do you mean? Well, I can't have a long-form discussion about your magical imaginary thumbs. There's nothing wrong with extra extremities. Well, that's not entirely true. There are occasions where that's dangerous. Not me. Not you. Yeah. Why don't you tell me how you felt about the episode? Uh, I liked it less than you. Um, this has been the first time I think I watched an episode where I was like, kind of neutral. Um, I liked it and it was very well done, but there was kind of nothing about it that was like special to me. Like for me, episode one did a really good job of expanding on like the initial stages of the outbreak. I think episode two did a good job of expanding Joel and Tess, their relationship in a way that the game did not. Episode three, we don't even talk about how good that is, but that expanded upon the Bill storyline perfectly. I thought episode four was doing a really good job of starting to develop the Joel and Ellie relationship. And for me, this episode didn't really add anything. Um incredible uh i it was very close to the original sam and henry plot um which is not a bad thing but that means that there wasn't a ton to grow on the big change was like the character kathleen and the story of the kansas city rebellion group and i kind of wish that this episode was way more focused on that because i i know the sam and henry story and i personally wish i could have seen more of that like uprising and the overthrowing of the fedra uh, government in do, Kansas City. Do you feel like the change of Sam being younger and deaf was not really that relevant? No, it didn't. I don't think it changed the story at all. Actually, to be honest, I kind of prefer the slightly older version just because Ellie and Sam had a great relationship in this. Don't get me wrong. But I kind of liked that they were very close in age in the original because it felt like two buddies. Whereas in this episode, it felt more like just, you know, almost like a brother-sister dynamic because of the age difference. Um, they were still cute. It was a great thing to watch them together, but I think it could have been gone either way. And and the deaf thing allowed for a lot of interesting, uh, like, lore ideas because, like, how do you communicate with somebody who is deaf in a, in a world where, you know, you have to make sure that you follow certain rules for your own safety. And it's also difficult, like with clickers and with different uh, infected, because how do you teach a deaf person silent techniques and stuff? It's a lot more challenging and it's interesting in that sense. But they also didn't have enough time to, to delve into that because it's just one episode and, um, inevitably we will not see those characters again because this show tends to introduce characters for one episode, not one episode originally. And the, obviously the game wasn't one episode, like it wasn't episodic, but they introduce characters in like different segments and then they move on to another character. So there's, there's no way for them to expand on that too much. Um, and I think the outcome of that story I think for me, it probably didn't hit as hard simply because I have played the game 10 times and it changed nothing. Um, also, I kind of wish it dwelled upon what impact this this whole storyline with like the Kansas City Rebellion group had on Joel and specifically Ellie. Because 
Maybe they'll delve into it next episode, what this episode did to her. But Ellie didn't really talk too much about how the whole situation made her feel. Um, and that's one of the best... In the original game, this is a very light spoiler, I'm not going to tell you what happens, but in the original game, after the Pittsburgh plotline, which in, which in this show is Kansas City plotline, after the Pittsburgh plotline, um, it has a time skip. And that's the first time skip of the game. And they use the time skips very fleetingly, or sparingly, I should say, and they use them for big impact moments. Um, in this case, they couldn't do that because it's the end of an episode and now we have to wait a week, you know? And I think that losing that narrative technique did kind of bring down that plot because it's almost like they take away your time to cope with what you just saw, to process what you just saw. But with this, I have a week, you know? I have a week to think about it, but I almost preferred when they were like, no, you're moving on. We're, we jumped forward three months, go. So I'm curious yeah. how they'll approach that. I guess we'll know on Sunday when the next episode like starts, if it's going to be a time skip or if they're just going to continue where they were. Yeah. I, I will say uh, something that I think also they are doing, and I think we maybe have talked about this or touched on this. They are really setting up the second season or part two i should say um just thematically um like the second game is really focused on revenge and you know what it makes a person do and the limits that a person is willing to go toward for revenge and i feel like this whole kansas city plotline with kathleen really really capture that in a way that the original the original game the first game never did um and i think that really helps set up a really strong season two a really strong part two yeah um i've decided that i really hope that season two is just completely original content because that has been my favorite part of this series so far is when they do completely new things i would love if they had a season two that told like some of the trials and tribulations that Joel and Ellie go through between part one and part two, because we get flashes of that in part two. There's, there's flashbacks and they're really good, but it'd be really cool to see even more of that. And especially if the original writing team is involved in some way, I trust that they would really harp on the moments that matter and maybe spend a, a couple seasons setting up part two, you know? Yeah. We'll see. I, well, this season's not even over, so I don't, I shouldn't really be dreaming about season two. Technically, we don't even know if, if the first game gets finished in this season. I expect yeah. it will, but technically they could, like, I'm talking about these time skips. They could just have episodes that have those time skips or something. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Well, the critics who have seen it all know, but <laughs> I don't. Yeah, they probably have a pretty good idea. Um, Kelly? Yes? You may not have played anything new this week, but I did. What? I played. How did that? How did that sound? It wasn't super strong. You might have to boost the volume a little bit. Here, let me try again. That was a lot better. Okay, I played Marvel Snap. Um, this is a mobile game. I was resistant to play it because uh, it's a mobile game, and also I could really don't care about Marvel very much. Don't care about the Marvel property. But I decided to give this game a shot because I've heard nothing but great things, and I like a good card game. Um. The the gameplay of this game, it like I said, it's a card game. It is you versus one real person. Um, each of you is dealt a hand of cards. 
each card has a power level and a energy consumption level. So on turn one, you have one energy to consume. On turn two, you have two. All the way up to your final turn, which is turn six, um, there are three places that you can place your cards. Each location, as they call them, has a special effect. And the goal is to win two-thirds of the locations. So what that means is just having a higher power than the opponent has on their side. Most cards have a special effect. So let's just say, for example, uh, Mr. Incredible... Or, sorry, Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's an honest mistake. There's a Mr. Fantastic card. Uh, if you place him, he will fling out his big old arms and he'll increase the power of the two spots adjacent to him. So if you put him on the left, he'll power up the middle. If you put him on the middle, he'll power up both sides by two energy or two power. Um, there's other cards that benefit from being placed on certain spots or being placed at certain times. Um, there's a lot of different mechanics that allow for a lot of strategy. There's so many cards, um, which overwhelmed me at first, but now I'm kind of just settling into it and adding like one card here and there. Maybe I've used a card in my deck a few times and I decide, mm, I'm not really getting the use I want out of it. I'll take it out and add something in that I haven't tried before. Or I'll play, an against, I'll play against an opponent and they'll do something absolutely bonkers that I did not see coming. And I'll be like, oh, I should use that card. Like, I should try that out and see if I could mimic that technique to some extent. It's almost like you learn from... It's almost like you learn from losing because your opponents do crazy things that you can you can try to copy at some point. Um, it's also visually really nice. Each card is just like a basic card. Um, but the way that you upgrade in this game is just visual cosmetic upgrades. So you'll upgrade it from a regular card to what they call frame break. So the character will break out of the frame of the card. And then you have 3D, which is like you tilt your phone around and that that character will move around in like real time. It's really cool. And then there's animated after that which just means that they kind of have like some light animation on them at all times. I really like that most of the unlockables are cosmetic, so you don't worry so much about somebody paying to win. Um, there's also some cards that you can only get with the paid season pass, but they will get added eventually to the like next season's unpaid season pass. So if you don't want to pay the $10 season pass, you can still have a ton of fun. I didn't, and I'm still having tons of fun. Be warned, it is extremely addictive, um, I started playing it this weekend and I played like four hours yesterday. That's, it was a lot. I had a lot of fun, but, um, I may have to delete it pretty soon just to avoid me playing it too much. Uh, <laughs> but I, I'm really happy I gave it a try at least. It reminds me a lot of Inscription, um, minus like the extremely dark tone. And also it is, uh... The games are so quick. It's like three-minute games tops when you're playing against an opponent. So you never feel like you have this major time sink. And it's one of those things you can genuinely just be like, I have five minutes at the doctor's office. Time for a game of Marvel Snap. And you don't have to worry about being like mid-game. Because obviously if you're in a doctor's office, you start playing Fortnite on your phone. That's like 20 minutes long. You can't commit to that. This, pop it on, play one game, you're done. What about when your doctor's also playing Fortnite? What if you're playing duos with your doctor <laughs> sounds um, like a really cool doctor yeah dr doom from marvel snap <gasps> dr Fa oh no doctor Isn't what he a doctor who mr fantastic doesn't he have a doctorate probably i don't think he's dr fantastic though reed richards 
I would never go to a doctor if he's like, I'm Dr. Fantastic. And I'd be like, no, you're not. Yeah, You're fine really at fake. best. That sounds very fake. Um, but that's that's that. I didn't play a lot. Um, I have been playing more Fire Emblem next week. This coming week, I plan on playing the Dead Space remake. So I'll probably have something Ooh. to talk about next week with that. Yeah. It's getting a little spooky up in here. Getting a little, little spooky. Well, it is October. Well, that's really interesting that you say that because actually it's February. Uh, I think it's October, Kelly. And I'm very excited for uh, our next episode where we talk about, get this, everybody. We're going to talk about, sorry, I'm trying to find something funny that happened. Like, I'm trying to f- decide on something that happened that'd be funny to talk about. We're going to talk about the fact that Idris Elba has been cast as Knuckles the Echidna. Whoa. Isn't that crazy, guys? That's pretty crazy. Um, we're going to talk about how E3 2022 has been canceled, guys. Oh, my gosh. I wonder why. I don't know. I wonder, I'm wonder. i sure they'll be back next year in 2023 for a, a good old-fashioned <laughs> incredible uh, yeah, showcase. Yeah, the big three. Sony, Nintendo, Xbox. Can't wait to see them all at E3 2023. I'm so excited to see them there at E3 2023. Join us next week where we will tell you our games of the year 2021. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for letting me. Thank you for letting me continue this bit. I cut off the bye. Oh, no. Kelly. I'll just restart it. Bye.